Hey, what's up? It is the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, co-host Ben H. What's up? We're a couple weeks into the new year. You broke off some motivational info at, I think, the first episode of the new year. But I ran across something, and it was about 20 things. Hopefully, most people are still in their resolution cycle, you know, while some have already broken their their promises to themselves broken promises broken promises (laughs) a life of broken promises the crooner comes out i thought i would read down this list and i think you'll find truth and maybe some motivation all right you know i need today put some pep in your step for the day these words have been spoken before. Indeed they have. Could have been Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich. Mm. Could have been Robert Kiyosaki. Rich dad, poor dad. Could have been the richest man in Babylon. Absolutely. The greatest salesman in the world. Yes. Here we go. Nothing is given freely. And we can expand on any of these items. Okay. Which nothing is given freely. You have to work for what you want in life. Unless... You're a spoon-fed rich asshole whose parents gave them everything. But then again, you might be rich in dollars, but you're probably poor in other areas in your life. Yeah, I had a really interesting perspective on something like this recently. My, um, my friend and business partner has a charity in Africa, and he just adopted a kid that's been a part of his charity for 20 years. The kid's 22 years old now. It's in Uganda. And so he just got here. It took years to get him. Do I know this person? No, you've never met him before. Oh, wow. Um, but so had they met before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's been going there to his charity, building this charity building in Uganda. That's amazing. He's a very wealthy guy. and He's been using his wealth to build a orphanage, awesome. which allows kids without parents or who have parents, but whose parents are incredibly impoverished which people are in uganda to come and be there and get an education and they get fed and so forth and by the way that's everything there so i was talking to danson his name is danson and the name of the charity is all for one the all for one foundation danson i had in my truck the other day because he was helping me do something on a house we're renovating together awesome we were hauling some things i was talking to him and he said just gave me such a perspective on kind of what you're saying because He said, everyone in my country, 95, 99% of the people in my country work for food to eat and a place to sleep. And most of them don't have a home. So when we're talking about a place to sleep, we're talking about a place to sleep for the night. Tonight, tomorrow you wake up, you're out. No guarantee you're going to have a spot when you get back. Nope. It's just tonight. And The same with food. And I said, well, what do you eat? And he said, most of what we eat, he said about 80 to 90% of our diet is this, I forget what he called it, but he said it's a paste that has no nutritional value. It just fills your stomach. It's like concrete. So you're not hungry. So you're working for paste and a place to sleep. And that place to sleep might not be a pillow top mattress. Right. It isn't. And if you don't, you're going to die of starvation. And many people die of starvation. And you're exposed to sleeping in the elements. Mm. And in Uganda, I don't have their list of dangerous animals, but I'm sure there's a whole host of them. You just can't imagine. Such a large part of the world is living this way. When I talked to him, I said, how did you, in that situation, 
make the decisions that led you here. Because, bro, he's the son of a very wealthy man now, legally. He's going to college. You know, he just got here. And he's got a pretty bright future ahead of him. And he's a really smart kid. And he's super grateful. I mean, this is not a kid that's going to get into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Right. This isn't an arrogant... This is someone who is grateful for everything he's got. Dude, we were at the Italian restaurant the other day eating lunch. And you know what he ordered? He ordered French fries. Everybody's ordering like a slice and a salad. No, I'll get this sandwich and I'll get that sandwich. He didn't go for the He just ordered turf. French fries. And he ate maybe 10 French fries and then took the rest in a to-go box. Whole different mindset, bro, about food, about life, about everything. And I said, how did you make the decisions that led you to here? And he had an answer for me. He said, what I learned is that you have to accept your losses. You have to accept when you've lost, and then you can move forward. He said, most of the people who never made it out, you know, obviously none of them did the way he did, but most of the people that died and did really badly would never admit that they were doing the wrong thing. Gotcha. They were always a victim of something else, and they continued to do the same thing. Right. Versus just saying, what I'm doing is not working. What can I do that will work better for me? And he said, that's when I realized I needed to go back to the orphanage because there was a part of his life where he had gotten too old to be there, so he kind of had to go back to work there. Gotcha. When you said that, it reminded me because although nothing is free, we have opportunity here in this country in a way that almost is free compared to someone in that situation who still has to work, still has to do things. I agree with what you're saying. And yet at the same time, we have this platform and we've always had it, this unbelievable platform where no questions. I'm a real estate broker. Okay. Real estate commission on average, five to 6%. Okay. I'm going to pick up half of it, two and a half to 3%, right? That's a standard deal. Okay. So if I went and sold a hundred million dollars of the real estate, I could make two and a half to $3 million. The average home price around here is like seven or 800 grand. So that's like 120 houses. I'm just saying, you can sit yeah. there and do that math. And, and it's achievable. And it's real. It's real. You could literally go do that within a year or two. Anyone could. But the opportunity that sits in a place like Uganda, where you are working for your place to sleep. Everything's that night, already taken. Every opportunity's already soaked up. There's no more opportunity. There's no nothing. There's no food. There's no place for you to live. The only way to do anything is get out of Uganda. Which you can't, because you got no money said do you guys have mcdonald's and kfc there he said yeah but that's only for rich people that's fine dining he said that he and other kids would get opportunities to work parties for rich people to like cater like be servers and stuff and he said they didn't get paid to do it allowed to eat the scraps can you imagine and that was like an incredible gig because it meant you ate good food with like actual nutritional value that day. Right. And even if it had five bites out of it. Oh my God. When you're hungry. Dude, it's a piece of bread or a piece of meat. When you're starving. Oh, yeah. It won't matter. You've seen homeless people dig in through trash cans all the yeah. time and they'll eat whatever. Oh, look. In America, we waste so much food anyway. We're like, oh. Yeah. We waste so much of everything, man. Right. And actually the gentleman I'm talking about has a saying and he says, I would rather give $100,000 to an African child and get them American citizenship because it'll change the whole trajectory of their life and their, and their future than I would give a nickel to some entitled 
American who thinks they deserve everything and well, aren't willing to work for anything. Which brings me to number two. You aren't owed anything. No, man, you're not owed anything. You're not even owed your time on this earth. Not from someone other than yourself. Well, honestly, you owe it to yourself. Well, right, but you weren't owed the gift of life. Right. That was, some would call it, God's God's hand. Some would call it, it was dumb fuck luck. There's a really simple way of looking at this because we all know about miscarriages and abortions and all kinds of things that happen which prevent people from being born. Think of all the people that were never born. Oh, yeah. Or that died at birth. Just based on that, it's anomalous. Yeah. It's like 10 to 1 or something that you're alive. My wife had a miscarriage. You know? With our third. Sad. Yeah. But then we had our third. Right. We owe it to ourselves to do something. To make an impact. With our lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not owed anything from someone else. Nope. We're not owed anything by society. We're not owed anything by the government. If anything, God has given us a platform in America from which to do anything we want with our lives. No, you're not owed anything. You're not owed that raise. If you want something, especially in America, you've got to play the game and you've got to create value and get rewarded for it. I would say it like this. You're owed it if you earn it. If you earn it, then you're owed it. That's it. But we're talking about this whole wake up in the morning and, you know, people are like, well, I'm owed this. Life owes me this. You know, no, life doesn't owe you anything and you aren't owed anything. You're not owed any certain result from anything you do. You could put in 20 hours driving a buyer around aimlessly all over Atlanta to try to find them a home. Happens all the time. And... While you have put in the time compared to other deals, but if you haven't closed the deal, you're not owed anything. That's, I think, largely where I think faith comes in. You know, you have to have faith that if you do the right thing and you do right by people and you provide a good service and you provide value to the marketplace, that the marketplace itself will respond. Will thank you in the way of money. Business. Yeah. Someone told me, my stepfather-in-law told me, he said, Ben, there's always room for somebody looking to do a good enough job. There's always room for somebody who's going to do a good job. Absolutely. It It doesn't matter what you say, what industry you go to. If you go in there and you do a good job in the United States of America, at least, I don't really know about other I mean, I would say that most countries that aren't third world most democratic big cities that would stand true yeah i mean there's always routes but so many of them are criminal you know so much of the opportunity is stolen in this world by governments by power structures right you know of course i mean look at north korea well yeah what what opportunity does someone have there other than just to stay alive right unless you are in the upper rankings of that dictator but even then, and you even could be still, executed for the wrong decision, for the wrong yeah, word. I don't know for, if that's better or worse. I don't know either. <laughs> so brings me to my next one. This is supposed to be hard. This is supposed to be hard. Yeah. Nothing is easy. I mean, life 
isn't easy on a whole, but anything that you set out to do, anything that you set out to build, you're going to hit speed bumps. The chances of you having this easy road from point A to point B, from where you are now to where you want to be, it isn't going to be easy. No. It's It's supposed to be hard. It's always hard, dude. It's the way of the universe. There are universal laws that exist. These are laws that aren't written by man. Right, but nothing that comes easy is ever really worth anything. Anything. No. It's going through the shit. Going through a sewer of shit and breaking out of Shawshank (laughs) Prison and getting to the other side. Definitely a metaphor, man. I mean, one of the toughest parts of any type of endeavor in life. It could be relationship. Yeah, it could be a relationship endeavor. I mean, it's really all relationship based if you think about it. Yep. But ultimately, if you want a friend, you have to be a friend. It's about you have to put yourself out there. You have to be that which you desire. You have to assume the role, basically. I saw Ed Milet speak one time. He said that there's a silent conversation that's happening in humanity. And that regardless of what we're saying to each other, when you're face-to-face with another person, whether you're rich and they're poor or vice versa or whatever the power dynamic or relationship may be, what people are saying to each other is help me. Help me do something. Help me become someone. Help me get somewhere. Help me achieve something. Help me. Move this furniture. Whatever it might be. (laughs) So if you can put yourself in that position to seek out with all of your endeavors, how can I help this person? How can I be of assistance to them? What can I do? I'm I'm willing to extend myself first. I'm willing to look for the way that I can add value to this situation. Right. And that's ultimately how you earn is by helping others earn a relationship, earn money, earn trust, friendship. So we're going to wrap up our list for today, but we're going to have another portion of it for you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Manfuse podcast. You can join this show by hitting us up at manfuse.com. Check out our Manfuse gear. You can do that at manfuse.com or on any of our episodes. They have the links. Peace out.